Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. The Defenders Could Punch Better If They Learned Some Physics by Rhett Lane. I haven't seen The Defenders yet, but it's high on my list of things to watch. I am super excited about it, and why not? It brings Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones together to save... Well, never mind, no spoilers. That said, I consider trailers fair game. And there's one from Netflix that features an amazing scene in which the four defenders fight a horde of bad guys in a hallway. Of these four superheroes, all but Daredevil can throw a superhuman punch. I considered analysing this scene to determine who hits the hardest, but I'm not going to do that. Well, not yet, anyway. Instead, I thought of another question. What is the best way to punch someone if you possess superhuman strength? I hear you saying... I'm a superhero. I'll punch villains in whatever way looks coolest. And you might have a small problem with that. I like to call it physics and the nature of forces. Now, suppose that I, a mere mortal, punch my brother on the arm. Sure, I might exert a force of a hundred newtons or so, but that same force is also exerted on me. The one thing you ought to know about forces, they're an interaction between two objects. If object A, my fist pushes on object B, my brother's arm, object B pushes back on A with an equal and opposite force. This explains why Thor punching the Hulk in midair might not turn out the way he likes. Now, I'm going to press the pause button a moment here. Now is the appropriate time to say, I don't hate superhero movies. In fact, I love them. I think they're awesome. And it doesn't bother me in the slightest that they sometimes get the physics wrong. The number one goal of any movie is to tell a story, and if that means the science is squishy, well, so be it. If Hollywood made completely realistic superhero movies, they'd all be about first-grade teachers and sanitation workers, because both groups put up with serious stuff for lousy pay. Okay, back to the physics. Now, let's see what happens with a superhero punch. This was easier in my analysis of Thor and the Hulk because they threw their punches while leaping toward each other. The only forces acting on them were the punch force and the downward gravitational force. But what happens if a superhero is standing on the ground? Well, then two more forces act on him or her. The force of the ground pushing up, we call this the normal force, and a frictional force. 
This means four forces, or more if you count both feet, are acting on our hero, and the sum of these forces changes the hero's momentum, with momentum being the product of her mass and velocity. Finding the change in momentum isn't too terribly difficult. However, you also must deal with rotational motion. Each force that acts on the superhero also exerts a torque. In essence, torque is like the rotational force in that it changes how an object rotates. The torque that a force causes depends upon its magnitude, direction, and location. A quick example: open a door by pushing on the handle. Now try pushing near the hinge. Much harder, right? Pushing near the hinge requires a much larger force to get the same torque as pushing on the handle. I bet you never realized so many forces act on a superhero throwing a punch. Now, let's take a look at two different kinds of punches. First, we'll look at what I call a straight punch. It's like a jab, but with much greater force than a normal human. We can assume the guy on the receiving end will go flying into a wall or something, so we'll focus on the motion of the hero. Now, gravitational force pulls down. That, that seems fairly straightforward. You also have the force of the punch, which exerts a force on the bad guy and on the hero. And don't forget the force of the ground on the hero. There's actually two parts to that. First, a force perpendicular to the ground pushes up against the superhero. We call this the normal force, and it is whatever force might be necessary to keep the hero from moving through the ground. Without it, he'd sink. And then there's the frictional force parallel to the surface. It's proportional to the normal force, such that it increases as the hero is pushed into the ground. To examine the motion of the superhero during this punch, I must look at the total forces and the total torque. Now it should be clear that the vertical forces were boring. If the superhero punches horizontally, you won't see any significant vertical motion. Ah, but you could see a problem in the horizontal direction. If the punch force exceeds the frictional force, the hero will increase in velocity to the right. In other words, the hero will be pushed backward by hitting someone or something too hard, and torque presents an even bigger problem. Using this example, a large punching force by itself would cause the hero to increase in rotational velocity in a clockwise direction. The frictional forces also would cause a clockwise rotation. Even if the normal forces have a counterclockwise effect, the total will clearly be a clockwise rotation. So a significant superpowered punch would make the hero slide back and tip over, and it's hard to look cool when you're falling over. Now, consider a case in which the hero swings a fist with a force that pushes up and to the side. This punch throws the villain back and up as you might expect. Meanwhile, the hero moves down and to the right. The upward punch exerts downward and still somewhat horizontal force on the hero. Two things keep the superhero from sliding backward. First, a small horizontal component to this punching force means you don't need much friction to stop a slide. And second, the increased normal force leads to greater frictional force. But what about the rotational motion of the superhero? Well, again, it won't be as severe as what you see with a horizontal punch. Since the punch force is downward and aiming toward the center of mass, it won't result in a large torque. If you have trouble picturing that, try this: place a pencil on a table, push it near the center, and notice that it doesn't rotate. Try pushing it at some other point so the force is aimed toward the center. 
It might rotate a little, but not as much as if you pushed on the pencil eraser with a force perpendicular to the shaft. The same holds true for this punch force. So, punching upward might be the only way to knock a baddie back a good ways. A horizontal punch just won't work nearly as well, unless you ignore physics, which is actually okay with me. I wouldn't make a very good superhero, but I might make a pretty good superhero coach. Too bad I don't know any superheroes. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.